Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The one and only Jerry Coleman joins us via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter be the books. Download the BetQL app today. If there's anything Baltimore, He's a legend. we go to... Well, first, we try to get on his co-host on his podcast, but we can't, unfortunately. Adam Jones is busy. So instead, we get Jerry. Jerry Coleman. How, well, how's it going, man? Fair. How you been? That's not fair. Doing well, Doc. Uh, great to talk to you. And uh, unfortunately, you have to deal with Scott, as I was telling your producer and Adam. That w- would have nothing to do with you, Scott. Nothing at all. I know. I know. Uh, well, he knew I was friendly with you, and he thought that was a character flaw. So um, I understand. Uh, <laughs> he's like, wait, your friend's a Coleman? Do you think that's helping you? Uh, so th- were you? How, give me this. How surprising was the Todd Munkin hire? It, for me, not, you know, reading every day about the Ravens and who they were interviewing, it, it seemed like uh, a pretty shocking uh, hire. I mean, I think it could be great, but I, I just in terms of people that were on the radar, I didn't see that coming. How about you? I agree. Uh, I looked at his uh, family tree and the Harbaugh family tree, and I, I don't see the connection, and that's very rare for John Harbaugh. Most of the coaching guys that he has hired, especially coordinators, have some sort of tie to either John, Jim, or their father, Jack Harbaugh. And Todd Munkin doesn't seem to fit any of the above from what I can gather, unless there's some relationship I'm not aware of. But And Todd Munkin's got quite the resume. But, you know, I mean, he worked with the Ravens in, you know, no, he did not work with the Ravens before. I'm sorry. He worked at places like Eastern Michigan and Grand Valley State back in the, uh, you know, in the uh, 90s. I don't think Jack Harbaugh was around then. I don't know about a Jim Harbaugh connection. So to answer your question, it was quite shocking. But in the end, when they announced the decision and they made sure to point out that they interviewed, uh, let me see, 21 interviews with 14 candidates throughout this thorough process as part of the propaganda they put out. But I figured that he was a strong candidate since he was early on mentioned. And this is a guy who's won two national championships and maybe was looking for a different challenge. Well, the one link to uh, Jerry is they pull from the collegiate field again. They go back and forth in the college game, and I give uh, my dog Brian Carpenter the credit for this because he told me about three years ago how much the NFL was a, was inheriting NCAA characteristics. Yes. It's becoming more like Saturday. I'll never forget he said that. And I go look at it. So they pull from the ranks. And who else in college football as a base formation or offense goes two tight ends? One back. Georgia does. So I get Harbaugh's credit because they use both sciences. They use both factors. And I think he's on to something. 
Well, now both uh, coordinators, Doc, as you mentioned it, and, you know, it just occurred to me as you mentioned it, are from the collegiate ranks. Mike McDonald does have a Ravens history, but he was on Jim Harbaugh's staff two years ago before becoming a Raven defensive coordinator. Yep. We're here with Jerry Coleman. Uh, of course, you hear him on the uh, Adam Jones podcast, uh, all things Baltimore, uh, with us here on Burgundy Gold Today, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, everybody always wants to know anything the Ravens do this offseason, or really last offseason, what does this mean for Lamar Jackson's future? Um, it sure seems like this is an, yet another move uh, that would be positive for Lamar Jackson that doesn't include more money <laughs> in a contract, but... Do you think this moves him one way or the other uh, in terms of maybe getting closer with them on the money? All right. Here's the way I read this situation, that Todd Munkin would not have left a powerhouse like Georgia without an assurance that Lamar was going to be there at least next season. And they probably told him, you know, we have him under contract the following year if push came to shove. Uh, I don't think they gave him any commitment on a long-term deal. I don't think they've given Lamar any commitment on a long-term deal. I wouldn't tie the two in together necessarily. Uh, I don't think Lamar had any input on him from what I can gather. But I just felt like also it was a time for a change. And you guys, Greg Roman, maybe the uh, top candidate in Washington. But I have to tell you, man, he, he lit up the phone lines like the 4th of July. People despised him here, and he was a John Harbaugh clone and an ally and got a good recommendation, I'm sure, from John, but he just felt like, uh, you know, he knew everything and smartest guy in the room and that kind of thing after 2019, and they took off. They were never the same offense since. A lot of his play calling was questionable, and I think a lot of the fans were glad to see him now. It, it reminds me of the Philadelphia situation um, right now in terms of what happened to Jonathan Gannon, there's no way he could have gone back to Philly because the fans dictate the pulse. See, their fans don't just talk trash. They come out, man, showing colors, you know, with bats and balls. And I think Baltimore <laughs> said, hey, wait, there's no way that great. He couldn't take it. And, and, and what about the other underlining rumors that no ace number one receiver wants to go to Baltimore. Have you heard that one? Of course. And I think there's some underlying truth in that, Doc. I mean, you know, you as a guy that used to catch footballs, you look at the way the offense is run. And, you know, it was a shame that Rashad Bateman got hurt this year because he was a guy that everyone was hoping would end this, you know, franchise-long jinx of never being able to draft the number one wide receiver in the first round. They just haven't. And he was on his way, it seemed, and then he got hurt. So they're still searching for that guy. And I think a lot of free agent wide receivers look at the numbers that are accumulated here and saying, how am I going to get paid playing in that offense? And that hurts the Ravens. Yeah, it, it is something that um, I think is, you know, is it the chicken or the egg kind of thing. I, I'm curious to see uh, how, it, how it, if they ever got somebody in place, right, that was that kind of player, if, if it would, we would see more, um, you know, more of a wide receiver-oriented offense or if they're just playing to what their strengths are, which are obviously their tight ends and their backs. That being said, the Lamar thing, I mean, I know how they left it at the end of the season. I, how aggressive do you think they will be – 
in trying to get this contract done? And if they don't, would they pivot and maybe put him on the market and see how aggressive another team may be to offering them uh, you know, something they couldn't refuse? Well, I've stated since day one, I don't think they're going to give him the long-term deal he wants. Uh, I think the fact that he regressed, he got hurt for a second straight season, didn't play the month of December. The fact that the guys that got paid or overpaid, should I say, by horribly run franchises, two of the worst in all of pro sports in the Cleveland Browns and Arizona Cardinals, right. uh, they saw what they paid for. Steve Bishotti saw what they paid for, and he had said that before the season started. So I don't see why his thinking would have changed based on what transpired this past season. So to answer your question, franchise, maybe franchise again, or if a team were to step up and offer two number ones and some impact players, the Ravens would certainly listen. Those are the scenarios I see. I don't see the long-term deal. I just don't see it. You know, we always say here that Lamar Jackson helped turn Maryland purple, right? Like he was yeah. you know, the one that really put it over the top. I mean, they were already trending that way because of success, but He's one of those players that is just so marketable and so likable for fans. Uh, you know, we this has got to be killing Dan Snyder, Jerry, deep down. We, and you used to cover this team, so you know what we're talking about. I mean, the fact that in the time where he's at his least liquid and he's trying to get out of the business, it looks like. I mean, this would have been a, you know, back in the day when you were covering this team, this would have been... Dan Snyder would have been the one in the 1A and people just harassing them to make this trade. But he would give them a king's ransom, and that yep. would be fine. And would he turn into another RG3? I don't know. But what I do know is the Ravens have a model, and they followed it since day one. And, you know, they made a mistake, they think, in overpaying Joe Flacco. And there may be some buyer's remorse that comes from that. But also the NFL set up this system where you can draft a quarterback and run him into the ground and still keep him under your, you know, your, your, your guidance in terms of uh, leverage, in terms of paying him for six or seven years. And that's the way it's set up right now. And you can blame Sam Bradford, I think, is really responsible for some of that. But that's the way the NFL is set up. I don't think the Ravens, you know, have completely ignored that, that, you know, this guy isn't getting any younger. I don't know if he's getting any better. And the fact that he has missed the last two years, I, I don't know what transpired this past year where he decided not to play at the end. But when you see Patrick Mahomes come out on a high ankle sprain and continue to play and be there for his teammates while Lamar was at home for his uh, last game, I think that rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way. I, I really do. I mean, that's the vibe I get in Baltimore, even though I'm just doing the Adam Jones podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't want our fans and listeners to confuse an ankle with a knee because there are things you can do on a bad, a high ankle sprain with Tornol, which is a drug to make you forget that you even have a leg <laughs> as opposed to a knee, especially when your game is quick twitch run way ahead of passing. I, I don't know if Lamar didn't do the right thing. But it's just happens uh, that's with a fair frequency. point, Doc. Yeah. That's a fair point, Doc. And, you know, as a doctor yourself, you would know that better than me. So I would just say that, you know, a lot of people had this conception that Lamar was sitting it out because he was frustrated with where the contract negotiations were. The Ravens have backed him up on that, saying 
he was legitimately injured. Mm -hmm. That is their public stance. Privately, I've heard a little bit different. But again, I don't know if that, you know, has any impact on the long-term contract. But I just don't see it coming one way or another because of the fact that, you know, of what happened, the money he's asking for and what happened at the end of the last two seasons. It's going to be uh, an interesting offseason for uh, both franchises, obviously, uh, with what you guys have going on with Lamar Jackson and obviously here with just everything in particular, the ownership uh, and the sale. Uh, All right, Jerry, where else can people find you these days besides the Adam Jones podcast and local pickleball courts? What what else are you up to? Uh, Tennis, pickleball. uh, That's basically, I mean, the Adam Jones podcast has me fully consumed. That would be at Adam Jones pod on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or Adam Jones podcast. Google it, not hard to find. Uh, not to be confused with Pac-Man, who I understand does have a podcast out. Uh, I'm glad to see that he's out of jail and being able to do a podcast, but I would direct people towards the Adam Jones podcast, the one that doesn't have a criminal record. And uh, we just had... Well, not, well, not, well, they have that. your criminal record. It's well, just not yeah, the athlete's criminal record. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, the Adam Jones, it doesn't have yeah, a criminal right, record. Right, right, right. Co-host. Yes, it does. Yes. yes, I just got out last night, and uh, we were able to interview CeCe Sabathia this morning. Nice. Once I, post, once I posted bail. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, are you going to go to spring training and uh, check out the O's up close? or what do you? I mean, you're, you're in Florida yes. 90% of the time anyway. That is the intention to head to uh, Sarasota. Uh, we do have some big-name guests. Could uh, The owner of the team may or may not be on the uh, first edition in March, so oh. uh, we'll just leave it at that. Well, hopefully he's opening the books to you as he was uh, offering them up to everybody else in Baltimore a few weeks ago. So. I can guarantee you that question will be asked. <laughs> All right, Jerry, thanks for, right, for Jerry, your time, legend. buddy. Enjoy it. Hey, great to hear your voices, guys. Good luck, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Be well. All right, thanks. Jerry Coleman joins us via the BetQL guest hotline. BetSmart to be the books. Download the BetQL app today. So not a lot of hope there still for a Lamar Jackson deal um, with the Ravens. Yeah, it is. It is. um, And look, I think think their ownership's really smart. I mean, they're, they're not dumb. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.